what is up everybody how have you been it has been a solid week i believe since the last time i recorded one of these so sorry for my slacking there's really no excuse for it other than quarantine just going on too long (laughs) and i just can't believe it and they extended it here so we are not very happy about that i don't think anybody is I guess one thing I can be thankful for is that I'm healthy, knock on wood. I don't know. I haven't Googled much about Corona um, intentionally. (laughs) I feel like I'm a hypochondriac, really. Like, I always think I'm sick, you know, especially in previous months. I would just freak out and overthink everything and then Google my symptoms and be like, oh, I have this, this, and this, you know. So I've been trying to intentionally avoid Googling. But with that being said... I guess one of the blessings or things I should be thankful for is the fact that I still have my health, hopefully. Um, but hi, if you're new here, welcome. My name is Victoria Lynn Myers, aka Tori. You can call me Tori. Um, I do this podcast talking about my life a little bit. I grew up in a cult, um, moved out at 17, and have been trying to figure life out ever since, which who isn't? And if you're not new here, then welcome back. I believe we're on, is this the sixth episode? I believe it is. I could be wrong though. It's been a minute. But we did it, baby. You know the drill. Woo! Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming here. Thank you for intentionally being here. You know, it's not one of those things that's super popular to be on this podcast. So you know if you're here. It's intentional or the stars aligned, really. So this is your sign. I don't know if anybody else is on TikTok, but the last week or so, I have been liking relationship advice type TikToks and also like the, the what is it, like the star and moon signs and like this is a sign type of things, which always get me. Can we talk about TikTok's algorithm Shoot, works way too well. I'm probably never going to have a for you page that doesn't have that stuff for the rest of my life because I have liked an insane amount of that type of content and now I'm trying to get out of it and I just can't. Wow, does that algorithm work? Instagram needs to take some lessons from TikTok, let me tell you. It's crazy. I've only been on TikTok for like less than a month and I'm popping on there. Like I'm decently popping. I mean, I'm not... I'm not at the top, clearly. But I mean, the amount of effort I have to put on my Instagram compared to the amount of effort I put into TikTok for TikTok to go as well as it's going makes no sense. Like Instagram, you have to bust your butt, edit that shit, you know, it has to be perfect, which mine never is, which explains my okay following count. I'm thankful for each and every one of you guys. Obviously, I'd love to be in the millions, but... Do I really want to be in the millions though? That is a question I've asked myself as well because I don't, I'm a very private and personal person when it comes to my actual current life, you know? And I don't think I would like that. But with that being said, TikTok's algorithm works amazingly well. Um, So yeah, I don't know why I'm telling you that. But this is quarantine, baby. And uh, we are here to discuss. I took a poll on my Instagram. If you guys aren't following me, shameless plug, check out my Instagram at Victoria Lynn Myers. You won't be disappointed or maybe you will. I'm sorry in advance if you are. 
Um, but I took a poll on there asking you guys what type of content you wanted to see next in regards to my podcast. And specifically, I asked if you guys wanted to hear another story because in the previous episode, I dissected this shitty photographer and what he did to me, which also, if you haven't listened to that, please give me advice on that podcast because I need some help. So slide in my DM if you listen to that and give me your advice on what to do next. Um, but yeah, with that being said, I had more votes for story time than anything. So we are going to tell a story of something that fairly recently happened to me. It's, it's insane. You guys won't believe this. <laughs> I don't even believe it. And I'm still confused as to what the motive was. Okay. So flash forward probably two weeks ago, maybe two and a half at this point, I get a DM from a random woman on Instagram saying, oh my God, I love your content. I was at this like Instagram meeting in Paris and one of the main dudes there like brought your account up on a slide and was like, this girl is underrated, you know, and this is what a con like a good piece of content looks like. And it showed like some of my images and I was flattered and flabbergasted that, you know, my no name person was brought up in Paris, let alone in front of a huge group of people and responded. And I was like, Oh my God, that's insane. Like who is the person? Like, I wonder if they would be interested in helping me grow, you know, because I've often felt like Instagram just hates me. I don't know if anybody else that listens is a content producer on social media or strictly Instagram, but boy, has it gotten rough. Um, The algorithms have changed and just getting it onto the explore page is nearly impossible nowadays. Like a few years back, I posted something with zero effort, just a crop top that said strong women intimidate boys and excite men. And it blew up like millions, like millions of people saw it. At that point, I had had, uh, not to get nerdy, I'm sorry if I'm already boring you guys, but at that point, I had a business profile so I could view the analytics. And it was crazy to see the growth and just how quickly it spread. Um, And then flash forward now, me actually trying with my content and stuff and seeming like the only time it gets any additional exposure is if my followers share it, which my followers are great. Like they, they're amazing. They leave comments, you know, and everything like that. It just seems like it can never get onto the explore page. And so just the fact that this person supposedly said that my name was brought up in Paris at a meeting for influencers and stuff was just huge. I was like, holy shit, you know, let me reach out or let me reply. So the girl's like, yeah, I actually, I could put you in contact with the dude that had your name brought up or that brought up your name. And I'm like, yeah, that would be great. She's like, uh, he manages a lot of like big, well-named, well-known people on Instagram. And I'm like, yes, that's what I've needed. I need a manager because at this point I'm feeling like, you know, especially with the effort that I'm putting into TikTok, which is like zero effort, you know, I get ready, I do a few videos and they get decent views. And then you, you put in even more effort on Instagram and for it to not really pay off feels a little bit like sad. And so I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like that would be great. I would love to be in contact with him. So she's like, okay, let me, let me pull a few screen strings. Sorry. Let me pull a few strings. Let me see if I can get you in contact with him. So I'm like, great. So she tells me to reach out to 
his assistant. He's very busy, supposedly. She she said he's very busy. He's managing a lot of people. You know, like it's very rare that he'll take somebody with a low follower account like yourself in. But let's give it a shot. Like reach out to his assistant. Say that I sent you. Tell her, you know, what all happened. And hopefully she'll put you in contact with this dude. So I'm like, perfect. So I, I DM this girl and I'm like, hey, you know, thank you so much, you know, for like everything. I don't know. I, was just, I didn't say thank you so much initially. I was like, hey, you know, um, I was told by so-and-so that my name was brought up in Paris um, at this meeting. I am so like thankful that you would even bring my name up. You know, is there any way, I know it's a rare case, but is there any way that I could be put in contact with this dude? And she's like, hey, you know what? He's like super busy. Let me see if I can message him and I'll get back to you. So I'm like, okay, thank you. Like, it's already huge that you replied to this message. Thank you so much. Anything that you can do would mean the absolute world. She's like, no problem. I'll get back to you by the end of the day. I'm like, great. So I relay that message to the girl that originally reached out to me. So I wait. Then I get a message later on that afternoon from her. She says, hey, like he was super busy. I brought up your name. Um, he said to, to get on a call with you, um, like tomorrow morning to interview you to see if you're good enough. She didn't say necessarily good enough, but that's what she was saying. Good enough to talk to him. So I'm like, okay, great. Like I've made it this far. Perfect. Like let's set up a phone interview. I'll talk to you. If you think I'm good, then like she'll escalate it, you know? So we get on the phone conversation. She asked me a bit of my background. I tell her that she asked me like what my goal is. I tell her that. Like, she's like, great, you know, I really like you, you know, let me pass this information on to this dude. And, you know, if, if we agree, then he'll get on a call with you here soon. I'm like, awesome. Thank you so much for your time. I know this is already like pushing it. Thank you so much. You know, hope to hear from you soon. So flash forward, I get a DM or message from her saying, Hey, like this guy is super interested in you. And again, like he, he has a busy schedule He'll be able to reach out to you though sometime tomorrow morning. So I'm like, great, like super nervous. This guy seems to be a big wig. Like he manages, like she sent me a bunch of profiles that have like millions of followers, you know, that are similar in content to what I produce. So I'm like, oh my God, like this could work, you know, this might be it. So I'm like, okay, perfect. Like, uh, perfect. I'll talk to him tomorrow morning. So flash forward that day comes like tomorrow morning comes and he texts me and he's like, hey, I'm in the middle of a conference call, but like so-and-so, the girl that you interviewed with, like really, really liked you. I was super busy, but like she stressed that I should talk to you. So with that being said, like tell me a bit about yourself to make sure I'm not wasting my time is kind of the the attitude that he took. And so I'm like, hi, my name's Tori. You know, I don't know what all she's told you, but like I grew up in a cult and like, you know, my crazy story, you know, moved out at 17, had $200 in my pocket, have been grinding ever since kind of thing, you know, just trying to like show that like I'm a workaholic, you know, maybe not a workaholic, but I love working and I'm willing to grind to get to wherever I want to be in life. You know, it's kind of the point I was trying to stress. And so he's like, all right, great. Like, give me a few minutes. Let me hop off this call and I'll, I'll call you. And I'm like, okay, great. Like, we'll talk soon. So he calls. Um, I think he was in California, supposedly where he was at. Um, and he's like, hi, nice to meet you. You know, he starts talking and it, it might be very fuzzy, the details that I remember because it was so outlandish, our conversations. So he starts by asking me a bit about myself, which I tell him more of. He really wanted like me to dive into like all of my like 
trauma and all this stuff, like everything that I've been through because it fascinates people, you know, it is crazy. So I'm like, okay, I get that. Like, tell me a bit about yourself, like what you do. And he's like, I manage this person, this person, and this person. He's like, I've met like Victoria's secret angels and stuff like that. And they've begged me to be like, please manage me. And like, I would be like, I'm sorry, you know, like you're beautiful or whatever. But, um, but like, I this isn't for you pretty much showing that like he's really exclusive and even the best of the best like wants to be with him and he is very exclusive and like who he chooses to work with and I'm like okay that's great like and at this point the story still seemed believable because I've had several different people reaching out to me being like oh my god like this has happened you know like we heard about you in Paris like please reach out to him because we want to see you grow you know so it seemed legit enough. And also like the people that have reached out to me or like I reached out to them, like the girl that was originally interviewing me, that was like the assistant. She has a legit account, like, you know, and so it just all seemed very real. And I'm like, okay, yeah, like I'm talking to this dude. It seems legit, even though he's a little bit like out there and what he's saying. And he's telling me I don't need to get signed to a modeling agency because all of them are going to, you know, prey on me, which I felt for, I mean, the modeling industry in general is just fucked, you know, like, I mean, obviously it's what you make of it. And depending on doing your research and everything, it's, it could be better or worse, but in general, it's not really a good industry and it needs a lot of change. So I was just like, yeah, I agree. Like it's, it's pretty bad, you know, like just going with what he was saying, he's like talking about how he was a psychology major and stuff like that. And like functions of the brain really intrigued me as well. And so I'm just talking to him about stuff like that. And then he brings up like, he just starts going into crazy stories. Like he's like, I manage girls and they'll go on photo shoots with big name companies or whatever. And they'll be shooting in lingerie or whatever. And next thing you know, their tits will be out of their shirts and they won't even know it. And a dude will mess with them and they'll be like, I didn't even know that this happened to me because like, he just starts saying this stuff. And I'm thinking, dude, like, A, how stupid do you think we are? Like, we know when we're being messed with, you know, like we aren't just, he was making it seem like girls will be so taken aback by the moment, like by in the moment of modeling and stuff like that. You don't even realize things are happening and that's just not true. And so I'm like, okay, like this is a little weird that you went from like, I'm very exclusive to being like, oh yeah, girls will be like, I just didn't even know, like I was getting raped, you know, like, okay, that's not true at all. We know, trust me, we know. Um, but I'm like, okay, like anyway, get back to the point, you know? And so he starts talking about this one girl supposedly that he manages and how like he flew her out on a private jet and she was like begging him supposedly to be fucked. I don't know. It's crazy. And like just the very, very intimate details that he was saying to me were very uncomfortable, but he was also like, he was foreign. And I don't mean to say that in like a a bad way you know it's just sometimes like different cultures will talk about things more openly like in America we don't really talk about sex like that you know um and so I was just like okay like this is a little weird but like also you know just going with it like okay whatever like let's get to the meat and potatoes like okay he's like um and then he starts talking about the meeting where he brought me up like in Paris or whatever and he's like, yeah, Drake's manager was sitting right beside me. And whenever I brought up certain images, Drake's manager kept like saying like crude comments about my body and stuff, like how he liked it, but like in, I guess, inappropriate ways. I don't know. And how this guy supposedly shut Drake's manager up is what he was saying. Like, yeah, I shut him up. Like, you know, pretty much leading me on to believe that like he was this appropriate, like moral person that was just there to protect women, you know? 
So then, like, we go to talking or whatever, and he's like, I really like you, you know, give me a few minutes, because supposedly the girl that he managed, that was the one that was begging him to fuck her, was calling him. So he's like, let me, let me answer her call, and I'll call you right back. And I'm like, okay. So probably fast forward 30 minutes, he calls me back. Mind you, the first conversation probably went on for an hour and a half, you know, maybe more. But he was talking details and he was talking about like taking me on or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, this is still seems weirdly legit because of all this other information that I'm getting and stuff to where like it seemed a little weird. But at the same time, I was just like, okay. So (laughs) then he calls me back and he's like, sorry, you know, I talked to her. How's it going? I'm like, I'm good. Just finished eating lunch, you know. He's like, I actually right after she called Um, This one guy who's like a very, very important millionaire in Beverly Hills, like he sent my information to him earlier that day to see if I was worth talking to. And the guy was like pretty much saying he'd pay me to go to his penthouse and have sex with him. And uh, the guy, the main guy that I was talking to was like telling me this, this information. And he's like, He was kind of trying to see how I felt about it. You know how people, whenever they don't take a clear stance on like something that they're saying to try to feel out how you feel. And I'm just like, oh, like, no, yeah, I wouldn't be into that. Like, I'm not really into that. And he's like, of course not. Like, you know, and then he's like, but he also was like, is that um, P-U, you know, is that pussy worth it? Is what he asked this guy about me. Like after he offers to pay me 60 grand to go to his penthouse and have sex with him you know it's just very weird like very weird details started started to come up and then he was like also I wanted to ask you he's like have you ever like had sex with certain types of people and I'm like no but like what does this have to do with anything and he's like okay he's like I also had my dudes run a background check on you is this your previous address and he named my old address he brought up like certain things um that like very private things that like I don't even know how he would know them it made me feel very afraid he's also like have you ever falsely accused somebody or something and I'm like no the only person I've ever went to the police about was Bart Bartholomew the guy that I've talked about in previous videos who sexually assaulted me who's a photographer in Chicago I'm like no I've never went to anybody else like to any other police stations about anybody other than Bart and it was like a legit case like I had text admitting guilt and all of this other stuff so like no I've never falsely accused anybody and he's like oh the cops didn't take you seriously did they because it looks like on the dark web they have information about you saying you falsely accuse people and like police don't like you and all this crazy shit and I've already been like so afraid like I don't talk about it a lot, but, like, whenever Bart sexually assaulted me after that, like, whenever I blasted him on social media, he created fake accounts to, like, scare me off. And so, like, and also, you know, the whole story about Bart, like, when he took those inappropriate images of me, I had reason to believe that he posted them onto the dark web for sale. So, like, it just made me fearful as hell, like, that he... I don't know. You live in fear when that stuff happens. When somebody keeps creating fake accounts to scare you off and says bad things about you under fake accounts and then like also had the audacity to take these images and I just had reason to believe that he probably posted them on there. For some reason, whenever this dude was talking on the phone to me, bringing up such intimate details about my life, like my actual life, not what I post on social media, like he knew stuff. It like really freaked me the fuck out, you know?
And so anyway, he's like, um, he's like, what I can offer you like for now before, like, he's like, I'm not agreeing to take you on, which at this point I was like, okay, this is already a very sketchy situation. I don't want to be taken on, but let me just play this because like, I was scared at this point, you know, like, let me just play this. Um, so he's like, um, for now, what I could do for you is offer you like this one thing. It's like a a fitness app. And what you do is like, you record yourself working out. He's like, but the catch is, is that like, the camera needs to be just strictly on like your tits or your ass while you're working out. And I'll be able to pay you like $2,000 for like a few videos and you can send them through my WhatsApp, you know? And I'm like, okay, like this is already very degrading. Like that's not, he went from being like a socially moral person, like acting like I'm here to protect women to being like, record yourself bending over or doing lunges straight up your ass, you know? Or we could be, we could, we could pursue a camming thing for you. You know, I'm like, okay, no, like, this is not what I want. I went from like being like, okay, this guy is very respectable to being like, he knows very personal details about my life. And now is telling me I should possibly be a cam girl or do these quote unquote workout videos, which is like, AKA just jack off shit, you know? So I'm like, He's like, can you do that in like an hour for me? And I'm like, I don't know. I have to like go. I have to shower. I have to talk to my mom. Like, I don't know. And he's like, okay, well, before I, before I go, what I want you to do is as soon as we get off the phone, like, I want you to text me and say, thank you so much for taking this time. Like, you know, thank me for spending this time on you. You know, (laughs) that's what he said to me. So (laughs) me playing around because I'm freaked the fuck out. I'm like, thank you so much for taking this time. It means a lot. Like, I appreciate you. Hope you have a good day. You know, like I kept it very short, but I was like, okay, this is very weird. And I also don't like know what, what the extent of this is. So like I'm playing my cards, you know? So flash forward, mind you, this guy is apparently very exclusive, very busy and very everything. You know what I mean? Like whatever, I'm going with what they've told me. So I get a text later on that day from him being like, hey, like, uh, here is the contact to the dude that did your background check on the dark web. If you want all that stuff gone, text him. I think his name was Brandon. Text Brandon and say, I want it all gone, which is so weird. And I didn't do that. And I just left that message alone and never replied. And then later that day, I got a text supposedly from Drake's manager being like, hey, this is Drake's manager. Like, uh, I, I'm looking for a bond girl and all this stuff. And he's like, what I need from you, mind you, (laughs) like at this point, I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Um, he sends me like literally 10 back to back messages, not full sentences, just like boop, 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 you know, just like sending messages. And he like pretty much says that like what he needs from me is to message this really popular Instagram influencer and ask for her phone number because apparently like he can't get it from this other dude the main honcho guy that was trying to like recruit me I don't know and please don't tell this guy I just need her phone number it was really weird because like there was a real fixation on phone numbers and all of these conversations I'll tell you more in a second but so anyway uh, I just don't reply what I do is I screenshot this stuff Uh, and then I actually DM Drake's real manager and I'm like, Hey, I don't know if you're texting me or not, but this guy is saying that he's you, you know, can you please confirm or deny? And he's like, Hey, that's not me. Like be safe. You know, that's weird. You know, like the guy actually replied to me, which is so nice. Um, 
So yeah, I just didn't reply to his messages and he just kept texting me. And then I get a message from this other girl. I have no clue how they're, I think like these are all accounts probably ran by this dude because of the fact that like everybody is like alluding to phone numbers and like, I don't know how they're getting my number, but this other girl texts me and is like, hey, this is so-and-so, like, this main honcho's, like, friend. I lost his phone number. Can you give it to me? Like, I got several messages, random text messages, unknown phone numbers, asking for this dude's phone number. Maybe to make him seem, like, legit and exclusive or whatever. But it felt so weird. It just all feels very weird. That's pretty much the end of the story, too. Like, he called and called and called me that day, the next day. I've received several other calls. I was kind of waiting to see how this played out because it was so weird. Um, But, yeah, it's just none of it adds up. Like, how did they get that information about me? Why is it that random ass people are DMing me and texting me and being like, hey, can you give me his phone number? And then why was it that supposedly Drake's manager whoever it was pretending to be Drake's manager wanted somebody else's phone number. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to chalk this up, but it's been very freaky. And then I also messaged like a DM to a few of the girls that he said he supposedly managed and was just like, Hey, does this dude manage you? And, um, none of them replied. So I'm guessing not like it all seemed very, it's just, none of it adds up, you know, it's just very weird. So yeah, <laughs> That's a thing that happened for a story time. Sorry, there's no uh, conclusion there, but really freaked me out. I don't know what to think of it. What do you guys think of that? If any of that even made any sense. It's a mind fuck in my head, really. Um, But yeah, that is a life, a day in the life of me, I guess. Um, Really freaked me out, though, especially those details like, having so many exclusive details that, like, nobody normal would know. And, like, to name addresses and name, like, specific things was very weird. Um, but, yeah, guys, that is a story time. I'm probably going to do more of these. Sorry, I've been slacking, like I said. I'm actually getting a new phone. So excited. This one is hit or miss. I'm, I'm thankful for it. It's an iPhone 8, but the battery has been really crappy. And also, I feel like the new one that I'm getting in, hopefully the camera quality will be better. So, like... In quarantine, I can take better content and stuff. But yeah, guys, I hope you're doing okay. I hope um, you're hanging in there. I know some states are removing the um, quarantine, like shelter in place rule, I think at the end of the month. But for Illinois, it's continuing through May. So that sucks. But I don't know how this is going to pan out because Indiana is like open borders at this point and people travel from Indiana to Chicago all the time. So I don't know what to think. Hopefully everything blows over. I know it's pretty rough in a lot of states. Um, So please stay safe. Please stay home. Like, please stay cautious. You know, do the best you can. I know you guys are, though. Just take care. Um, But yeah, with that being said, sorry it's kind of a funky story time. I wish it could come to some sort of a conclusion. But if you guys have, have any idea what the heck this is... <laughs> please slide in my dms and let me know because i don't know how to form my thoughts around this um but yeah hope you guys have a wonderful night if it's night there hope you guys are taking care and we'll talk soon love and light tori